Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. All along, I feel like you need your space. Welcome back to the Spice Edge podcast. My name is Callie. I'm your podcast host. I am so freaking excited that you are here today. This is your go-to guide for all things health and wellness, helping you live the best, sweatiest lifestyle ever. All right, so before we get into the episode, do me the biggest favor ever and leave a review for this podcast and also tag me in your stories on Instagram at the sweaty sash and at I'm sweaty and I know it, and let me know how you liked this episode once you hear it. All right, so on that note, let's get into the show. Hello, my beautiful sweaty queen. What is up? I am so excited for today's episode. So I'm going to be getting into sharing my fitness journey with you guys, a little bit of my health and wellness journey as well. So not just workouts, more of the eating aspects and spirituality and everything aspects of my just entire journey. So I did a little Q&A with you guys the other day. And one of the biggest questions that you guys had was kind of how I kickstarted my fitness journey. And I've done an episode like this way back, but I wanted to do more of an updated one. So I'm really excited for that, but before we get begin, I always share my sweatiest moment of the week with you guys, and ever since last week's episode, things have just been going up in like every aspect of my life. I am so incredibly excited. I am done with school. I graduate on Friday, but I am done with school overall, like all of the work and everything, and I've just been feeling so much more creative, so much more excited for kind of what's to come in my life, and I had a big realization the other week where or not the other week, like literally several days ago, where I realized we literally can do whatever we want in our life. And for so many years, it's school, 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 that's all it is. And I feel like we have these just limiting beliefs just drilled into us that after school, all we can do is go get a corporate job, work, and just grind and grind and grind until we retire when we're in our 60s, 70s. And then from there, we're already having health problems. We just don't really want to take the same advantages that we did when we were young and go travel and all that good stuff like maybe people do. But I just kind of realized I personally just don't want to live my life like that. And I don't want to kind of live in this fear of money. And I, I've i been living in the fear of money for so many months now, just worrying about post-grad. And call me naive, but I I'm so excited because I am going to be traveling a little bit this summer and I have I spent a lot of money on my traveling and I am so excited about it because I just think life is an adventure every single day it's an adventure and 
I realized I want to take advantage of this adventure that we have as life. And it's like now is no better time. Um, So I'm really excited. I'll announce where I'm going, but I just kind of am jumping out of my comfort zone and I'm traveling. I'm going to go meet new people too in the health and wellness in sector. You are going to know who they are and I'm just so excited for it. So anyway, that's the sweaty's moment of the week is just trusting the process. I'm just trusting that things are going to work out the way they're going to work out. I am letting go of just being afraid. I'm letting go of the unknown, just being scared about money. Am I going to be able to sustain my life? And I'm just going to trust that whatever is supposed to happen to me is going to happen to me and just to go with the flow, go with my gut and do what makes me genuinely happy. So, and also just doing things that are going to make the world a better place every single day. So that's the sweaty moment of the week. Um, It's kind of a big one, but I've really had a big transformation in this week. And yeah, so this past week I've had a really big just self-transformation. And this is why I do want to get into this episode and just really talk about my just health and wellness journey overall. It's just, it's been incredible just how much I've changed in literally less than a year. And I'm going to go from there. So I do go deeper into kind of my fitness journey like way back in like high school and stuff and I'll, I'll briefly touch on that a little bit but I do want to talk more about the present moment and kind of what I've been doing this past year because this past year has been the most transformational year of my entire life and I really want to touch on that so without further ado let's get into this whoa I'm sorry I literally left you hanging there so quick little break um I just really quickly wanted to ask you are you enjoying your workouts are you having fun doing your workouts do you look forward to them do they put a smile on your face during before and after yeah no okay well anyway regardless of your answer make sure you are subscribed to my YouTube channel. It is I'm Sweaty and I Know It. I post weekly workout videos every single Monday at 8 a.m. and they are a combination blend of Pilates and bar workouts with a little sprinkle of figure skating movements as well because I used to be a figure skater and I love incorporating those beautiful graceful motions. So everything is very choreographed vibes and There's music in the background. It's fun and great energy. So I hope you love them. Make sure you do go subscribe right now and then let me know how the workouts go for you. All right, now let's get into the show. Okay, so I'm going to begin by starting square one when I was an eight-year-old. Yes, we're going way back, you guys. And also I'm 21, so that gives you a little timeline. When I was eight years old, I started being a figure skater and when I was a figure skater, I went hard. Like I just did so much off ice conditioning. I skated all the time. It was my freaking life. And I would do a bunch of these hit workouts. I would do a lot of endurance training. Um, I would do at home ab workouts and I was just super, super active. So throughout my figure skating career, I was just doing a lot of workouts to actually benefit my training. And I wasn't as focused on changing my body at all during those workouts. It was simply to get stronger and to improve my on-ice performance. So fast forward a few years, I got really injured and I was having really bad knee pains because I was growing a lot. So I started this workout type called bar. Also super funny, I was 15 at the time and I was doing, this is at Pure Bar where I wanted to take a class. So to do a class there, 
you couldn't be 15. That was too young. So they gave me special permission to take a class. So I started bar way young. I was the youngest person in the class. And you guys, I was so tragic. I would sit there doing the ab workouts on my phone in a group class. And oh, I don't even know why no one said anything to me because I would just look back now. I'm like, wow, that was so incredibly disrespectful. But that was like a little rundown. I just, I fell in love with the workout. I loved bar. I loved it. I loved how it just was such a great match and compliment to my more high intensity workouts that would actually hurt my knees. And basically what bar is, if you are new to bar, it is a combination of ballet, yoga, and Pilates. So it's really fun. It's super choreographed and it's music based as well. Um, so that was my little love of the time when I was 15 and I kept doing bar all the way up into this year actually and I'll get more into that but basically I ended up moving from Texas at the time where I did all these workouts I skated I moved to Pittsburgh and I started to slow down on my training I have a whole nother episode where I share my skating journey if you're interested in it so check that out if you want to hear more of the details but long story short there is that I was more focused on how I was my body was looking I was getting some comments um, about my weight and I never had worried about kind of the food I was eating either so I would just go home from practice eat a ton of cheese bread a peanut butter smoothie um, like so much like just more than that even and I never counted calories I never worried about it until junior year I started to kind of like get into some diets I tried to juice cleanse I did it fully wrong also I accidentally starved myself doing the juice cleanse as it was like several days maybe like two to three days of a cleanse and I did it in like four to five or something it was something ridiculous so I started to kind of dabble in the dieting and I also got my fitness pal and started to track my calories I also okay here's the other thing is I was very uneducated in health or not health in nutrition and I didn't know that my fitness pal doesn't really give you an accurate amount of calories to eat per day for your body so I would do these really low numbers um the low recommended calorie numbers and I would not factor in the fact that I was an athlete I was skating so I would be eating way less food for how much I should have been consuming in a day and on top of that what I was eating wasn't even that like overall healthy because I didn't really know I just thought the calories were everything and I wasn't focused on the nutrients and what I was consuming so I look back on kind of how I was in high school and my body was completely different first of all I looked really just overall like very bloated and also side note bloating and being like bloating and fat are totally different things bloating is indigestion in your body so Whenever you have a lot of gas built up in your stomach or your food just isn't going through you in a good timely manner, so aka you're constipated or you're just dealing with like a lot of hormonal imbalances, things like that, that can lead to bloating. A lot of things can lead to bloating and I was very bloated just looking back at pictures. Um, also, I was I was also very strong. I was doing, I was lifting weights, going to the gym, like I was a very active person but I wasn't very educated and I was doing all the things that people were telling me to do, but I wasn't focusing on what was making me actually feel good in my body. And I also had very low self-esteem on top of it all. So I would facetune my photos all the time. I still have them posted on my personal Instagram feed also. So I look back on those now and I'm like, oh my goodness, like my face is completely differently shaped and my 
entire body is different because I would edit them so much because I was just super insecure. And kind of fast forward a little bit into my freshman year of college, this sort of insecurity did continue. I was still going to the gym for wrong reasons. I would go work out because I wanted to lose weight. I wanted to get skinny and look like somebody else. Also losing weight, wanting to lose weight isn't a bad thing, you guys. And I'll get more into like what's good and bad when it comes to losing weight. But I had a very negative relationship with exercise because I did go to the gym, do cardio because I wanted to lose fat and I wanted to just fit a mold. I was just super insecure. And basically my freshman year, I was still dabbling with a lot of diets. Um, I tried keto for a summer and it completely ruined my stomach. I already am dairy sensitive to start off with and keto basically is you're trying to eat as little carbs a day as possible to get into ketosis. So I was eating majority dairy, high fat foods and protein. And this just led to my stomach literally just being so incredibly sick like I'm going to get TMI with you guys because I want to be completely real and open your eyes to what a harmful diet can do to your body if it's the wrong way of eating for you and this is just a whole nother topic but basically you guys diets aren't created for your individual body and every single person's body needs different things and different amounts of food different types of food so I can't when say someone asks me like how much of this food should I eat a day or whatever I can't answer that question for them and it pains me I wish I could help you in that regard but I just can't like I don't know you you're you know yourself the best and you can really just try out eating certain foods and listen to what feels good for you and then continue eating that way or eating more of that food whatever so anyway I got a little sidetracked there but basically when I was eating keto so like the TMI story I was going to tell you is I thought I had IBS at one point and to this day like I honestly don't know if I have IBS so I would eat a meal and it was kind of like random at first my stomach would just randomly act up after a meal and I would just desperately need to go to the bathroom so so bad um like my stomach was very very upset and it was just very random to start so I kept doing keto and Eventually, it got to the point where every single meal I would eat, regardless of if it was dairy or not, and also this is, okay, so I was doing keto and I stopped doing keto. So now we're after the point of where I was done with keto, but it was still very fresh, like I had just finished keto. Every single meal that I would eat, no matter what it was, would make my stomach insanely sick. Like if I even just ate an apple, for example, my stomach would get so sick. And it was so incredibly stressful and scary. I felt like it was controlling my entire life. I felt like if I didn't have a bathroom by me, I was just so anxious and stressed. And honestly, to this day, I still sometimes struggle with having digestion problems. And like, that's why I don't know if I have IBS, but it's just like very strange to me, but it definitely did not help my body at all. Whatever is wrong with my body did not help it. And that is just an example of like, when you do a diet and I was very uneducated about keto I was doing it with my boyfriend and it worked for him it worked for me for a little bit I did lose some weight I looked good but I did not feel good at all and anyway so after I did keto I was just so sick and I went to like the what's it called the stomach doctor the gastro whatever the gastro doctor we'll call it that and 
they found nothing wrong with me, which was really discouraging. So after that, I was just really like sad. I just felt like my stomach was just controlling my entire life. And I had low energy, all that stuff that comes with having a really upset stomach. So I decided I was going to try Kenzie Burke's food combining, which is basically you pair certain types of food together to optimize digestion. And I was like, this sounds super interesting. I'm struggling with digestion, so maybe it'll help me a lot. And I got the program. It was like $40. And honestly, it was such a great investment on my entire life. And it completely just transformed my health and wellness journey so much. So the whole point of her like food combining thing is you don't count calories. It's solely intuitive eating, which that in itself was very new to me because I was very used to feeling like I had to count my calories. So all of a sudden I was eating however much I needed, how much my body needed. And I was listening to my cravings. I was eating, so I was pairing foods together. So certain things I couldn't eat together, but overall I felt just a lot better in terms of the diet mindset. And also it was like, don't eat sugar, dairy, gluten, alcohol. So it was like I was limiting things out, but overall it made me feel just incredible. I felt so, 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 so good. And eventually I like stopped doing her food combining as religiously because I felt like it was too much whenever I'd go out to eat because I love to go out to eat and eat whatever. And I felt like it was getting a little bit restrictive just for me personally, but I did love the program overall and it didn't feel like a diet to say it felt more like an actual lifestyle change that was supposed to help you realize the power in eating more healthy foods so after that I was more interested in nutrition overall and I was like wow food genuinely can change everything in your life in terms of how you're feeling so it even helps your mood like when you're eating a lot of sugar you have a spike a sugar spike but then you crash and then you feel really sad and stuff so it just doesn't help with like mental health as well can actually make your depression worse if you have depression and anxiety worse all that stuff it's crazy it's really insane so after I did food combining um I really stopped with the whole diet thing you may have heard me talk about this before but something I've been prioritizing in 2024 is taking small actions each day to improve at least one percent in my physical mental and spiritual health one of those daily healthy habits I've been loving is taking care of my gut with seeds ds01 daily symbiotic I first started taking seed way back in 2019 when I was having all sorts of painful gastrointestinal issues and was getting no answers from my doctor during this time I dove into the world of holistic health and learned how important a healthy gut microbiome is for the rest of the body to thrive and feel amazing. So I started consistently taking a daily probiotic for the first time ever and experienced significant ease in my bloating. My digestion became healthy and regular and I noticed an increase in my energy levels and mood. One of the many things I love about seed is how easy it is to fit seed into my daily routine. No refrigeration is needed and the free travel vial from the welcome kit allows you to take DSO-1 on the go, which we love. Love, especially with summer travels right around the corner. As you know, I'm currently pregnant and I'm super cautious about what different things I'm putting into my body, so I definitely feel reassured taking DSO-1 over other probiotics because of their rigorous scientific testing and 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash Cali and use code 25Cali to get 25% off 
your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash Cali, code 25Cali. Something that is very near and dear to my heart is talking about hormonal health on this podcast. I remember the first time I got my period, it was right before leaving for figure skating practice, and let me tell you, everything about it was miserable. I bawled my eyes out the entire car ride wondering if I would ever stop feeling like this. Okay, a little dramatic, I know, but I felt similar emotions last year when I continued to struggle with hormonal acne, up and down moods, and painful periods. After doing lots of research, I realized as women, we are never taught in school that painful periods aren't normal. In fact, your body could be signaling to you that your hormone levels are off and need some support. That's where Hormone Harmony steps in. Hormone Harmony is your complete natural hormone support for women that adapts to the body's unique needs and can help maintain optimal hormone levels, relieve occasional bloating and mild mood swings while improving sleep quality and supporting weight management. Trusted by over 1.2 million customers, Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Have you ever heard of maca root extract? I've loved maca for a while now because it has been shown to provide sustained energy, relieve mild mood swings, and support a healthy desire and drive. Okay, what about ashwagandha extract? This ingredient in Hormone Harmony has been shown to help the body adapt to stress and support cortisol levels, which is so key the week before your period. Another ingredient that really sticks out to me is chase tree berry extract, which has been shown to relieve monthly symptoms of PMS like bloating, cramps, acne, breast tenderness, and the pre-period girl hour that we probably already all know at this point. And the biggest benefit of taking Hormone Harmony, in over 17,000 reviews for Hormone Harmony, feeling like myself again is what women mentioned over and over. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Cali at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code Cali for 15% off today. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I was really focused more on like the intuitive eating side of food. And I'm not going to lie, when COVID started, I did kind of get into counting calories again at the very beginning. And I had a moment of just absolute realization when I was just I was obsessed um I've shared the story before but I was eating I wanted to get a cookie really bad I only had 300 calories left of the day and I got really upset and had a breakdown because I just wanted the cookie and I didn't want to go over my calories because I get fat blah 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 and that's when my boyfriend was like Kelly just get the freaking cookie eat it and I was like okay I think I need to cut it. I just need to stop with the whole calorie thing and just stop chop it whatever and I after that the eating has really become 
more of, I just, I'm intuitively eating. I never, I never count my calories. Um, I just listen to my hunger cues, but recently what I have done food wise is I was vegan for a month or so. And I also really loved that as well. But once again, I felt that it did get to be a little bit restrictive and I was almost making excuses for myself whenever I would want some cheese. Like I love cheese boards and I would post on my Instagram balance, balance, like blah, 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 like 80% vegan, all this stuff. Cause I felt like I had to justify it. And then I had a moment, I was like, this isn't right. I should be able to just be super proud of whatever I'm eating and not feel like if I'm not eating perfectly vegan, I'm going to get attacked or I'm going to attack myself for it and be mean to myself. So now in this moment of time, I strictly am eating what makes me feel good. And what I'm currently eating is, um, I'm eating very low amounts of meat. I don't really crave meat to be completely honest. Ever since I was vegan, I don't really have the need to eat meat. And if I want like a hamburger, like the other day I went to LA and I had In-N-Out after a very long hike and I hadn't had a burger in a very, very long time. And yes, I liked it, but I also didn't really feel like I needed it anymore. It just wasn't, I don't know. I just didn't really feel like I needed it. I don't know. So I've been eating for protein. I've been eating eggs a lot. Um, I have fish sometimes, not a ton, but sometimes when I go out to eat, I'll get some fish and I eat a lot of fruit in the morning. I love my smoothies, some greens, a lot of brown rice pasta, all that jazz, quinoa, um, sriracha sauce. <laughs> um, I love some good carbs. You know, just basically to make it a little bit easier to understand is I just have been trying to avoid eating a ton of cane sugar and added sugars. Um, instead, of, I'll replace it with some healthier alternatives like honey, maple syrup, bananas, all that stuff. So food eating has been pretty chill lately. I'm trying to work on kind of balancing how much I'm going out to eat versus cooking. I feel a lot better when I cook and the going out to eat is strictly social. So I need to work on that balance. And when I find the balance, I'll share it with you guys because I know it's a really struggle. Um, the other thing is I want to talk a little bit more about my actual exercise because I know I got a little bit off topic with just talking about what I was eating. But eating is such a big part of your journey. I'm not even joking. If you have a bad diet, but you're working out all the time, it probably isn't going to give you the results you're wanting because food is so powerful, you guys. And you will realize at the moment you start to eat healthy, how incredible the change happens mentally and physically. So in terms of exercise, I was in this phase of going to the gym a lot, lifting weights, and I was still doing bar as well. So it kind of was a transitional phase for me. And when COVID happened, I stopped going to the gym. I stopped lifting weights and I became a very big bar and Pilates gal. I started teaching her former Pilates. And that is when I developed my just absolute love for Pilates. So if you are new to Pilates and don't really know what it is, um, I would like, I'll describe it as, I'll start with reformer Pilates. So reformer Pilates, you have a machine and you're on the machine. It creates resistance with springs on the machine. It moves. It is the most incredible core workout ever. And you still get those similar benefits from resistance training at the gym. Like this is just for me personally, what I've noticed is you get similar, the similar feels of doing squats with weight, like the heavy resistance um, and doing the moves with the weights, but instead it really lengthens you out and it is just the most incredible workout. I can't even explain like I, your body just transforms from it. It's beautiful. 
and you can really always improve your strength. Regular Pilates is similar movements to the reformer, but you're on the floor. Um, a lot of just lengthening out movements that create a beautiful tone and, def- and define in your body. You'll really notice how strong you get overall. It's a full body workout. It's just incredible. So I preach Pilates. I love it. I genuinely have just had my whole life just changed from this form of workout. I actually crave it. I crave Pilates. I didn't ever really crave the gym. Like sometimes I'll go to the gym just sometimes like if I do I've been working on my upper back a lot lately for posture so I'll go maybe once a week just do a few upper back moves with the gym like nothing's wrong with doing weightlifting and weights but for me I just found my secret sauce by doing Pilates and bar so anyway I slowly stopped teaching at Pure Bar and began began to solely teach reformer Pilates and also move workouts on my own platform. I'm sweating, I know it. So my workouts are a combo of bar, mat Pilates, and some figure skating movements because I figure skate. Um, and basically, the reason that I stopped teaching pure bar and doing pure bar as much is because they're very strict with their non-competes and stuff and what you can and can't teach. And I felt like I wanted to work on expanding my own platform. So absolutely no hard feelings there but that's why I stopped doing those workouts as much as because I wanted to focus on my own workouts and yeah so that's kind of where I've been in terms of my actual like strength resistance training toning workouts with cardio I people ask me are Pilates workouts enough do you need to do cardio as well I would say yes you should definitely do some cardio workouts just to really improve your endurance and help strengthen your heart So not even talking about weight loss um, when doing cardio workouts, I think your body does really benefit overall from having cardio in your life. It's so, so good for you. And Pilates, it can raise your heart rate a lot. Like my workouts do raise your heart rate, but I would say overall, the combination of cardio with Pilates is incredible. It's a great pair. So for cardio, I'll do power walks like every day. I love walking. So it it works for me. I like to walk and get coffee. Um, And then also I'll sometimes go on runs if I feel very high energy days and I feel like I need to just let loose some steam or whatever and jam out to some music. I'll go on a run, but those are just random. I won't really run like every day. I know some people just love to run. I like to run sometimes, but I prefer to walk. And then also I'm really into dance cardio as well. So I have an app. It's called the Sculpt Society that I use. And I genuinely just love to dance. So it's a cardio form that just works so, so much for me. Um, So yeah, I just think... Honestly, the biggest takeaway from just listening to kind of what I do in terms of food and fitness is listen to what makes you feel amazing and I know it's so simple and you're like but that just doesn't make any sense like so and so is telling me all this stuff that you need to do all these types of workouts to lose weight so and so is telling me you have to eat this way in order to get skinny whatever I'm telling you from personal experience and from seeing my friends as well just transform by doing this just do what makes you feel amazing Do what makes you want to get out of bed every day because it's fun. Workouts should not be annoying. They should not make you grumpy. They should not be hard for you to want to go do. If you're doing the right kind of workouts, you're going to love them. Maybe it's okay. I said it's going to be hard. It shouldn't be hard for you to go do. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to get yourself to go work out. But once you're actually starting the workout, it should be something you literally feel amazing doing. So just play around with it, try things out, see what is best for you. And there is really no workout 
that is right or wrong. Like people bash on certain workouts, but if you're into weightlifting, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy that makes you happy. If you're into Pilates, I'm also so incredibly proud of you. That's incredible. If you're into what's not workout, like mm, I'm thinking, I don't even know. I'm like blanking right here. You know what I mean though? Is it's just there shouldn't be one size fits all. There isn't one size fits all for anything. You're a bio individual, which means your body needs something completely different than what someone else needs. So anyway, I hope that really helped you. And I kind of want to talk a little bit more about another thing that has transformed my life as well, besides just food and fitness, because believe it or not, in your own journey, fitness journey, health and wellness journey, whatever you want to call it, there are more factors that go into it than just what you're doing. And it also is a very big internal thing as well. So something that's changed my life is spirituality. Um, And what I define spirituality is it's like a practice and it doesn't have to be a religious thing. It can simply be a self-awareness kind of a thing. It can be religious if you want it to be religious. If you are religious, you can apply this to your religion. But for me, spirituality, I have really started to implement meditation into my life. And I've talked about this a lot, but I used to be very resistant to meditating. I didn't think I was capable of it. I would sit there and tell myself I'm not capable of meditating. I can't keep my brain quiet for that long. And the beauty of it is one day I just tried it just to try it. And it was hard. It was, it was hard. And I did not keep my brain quiet for the whole time. But as I continued to do it, I saw myself improve. I saw myself able to hold my brain still and to be focused in the present moment. And believe it or not, meditation, be it like it made me a different person. It made me more in control of my emotions, how I was responding to people. It made me aware of when I was in a bad mood, why was I in a bad mood? How could I get out of that without adding that negative energy to someone else's life? It helped with my anxiety. It helped with my just sad days. It helped me have a just better days and it helped me be more present every single day and less focused on what's going to happen next. So it's just a very simple thing you can add into your life. I use an app called the Mimi Method. You can also find meditations for free on YouTube as well. I'd recommend starting there, seeing how you like them, and then go from there. Another thing that's helped me in my spirituality is just journaling every day. And I also am very resistant to journaling. It's hard for me to journal. It's hard for me to just grab a pen and start to write. But I found on the Mimi method is I will journal. So she does journaling meditations. She'll guide you through journals, journal prompts. And that really helps me as well to stay focused while journaling. So journaling has been very, very transformative as well. And I also will write down my goals and things. So for me, spirituality is mainly more of a self awareness sort of thing, self-transformation, but I also am Christian and I lately have been implementing it more into my religion. So a lot of meditation is, it says like ask the universe for things or like talk to the universe and I'll change, like change the name to like God. So if you are religious, that can be done and it's really cool because it's more of a prayer. So I think that's really amazing. And if you are kind of like what is that weird guru-y stuff it doesn't have to be guru-y at all and if you listen to one of my old episodes with the carolina lifestyle we talk about all things spirituality and how to get into it as a beginner we also break down those beliefs that it is a weird thing to do so 
I want to just share that with you guys because it has really helped my entire just everything my bloating how I look at fitness and food it's just helped so much it's I could just go on about this for so long and I really want to kind of finish off this episode by just talking about one more category of things that really affect your journey and I would say that's the relationships that you have with people so I really something I've really noticed this past year is a lot of people I was friends with before COVID I just don't really vibe with anymore or not even I don't vibe with them but things that I didn't notice I notice now and it's just because in a way I feel like I've grown so much and it's like you're always in transformation so it's totally fine to find that you aren't connecting with your friends as much as you used to be so this is where I want to go with this is you need to start to be more aware of who you're hanging out with and I've noticed this lately the people that are really health and wellness focused are the people that I feel the most energized around and the most positive around the people that don't share my passions and don't really support my life decisions like being healthy and like all they want to do is go party um just be negative talk shit about someone else just be on their phones all day long I just feel drained after being around those people and I find that when I'm around the people that fill me up and make me feel amazing that's when my fitness journey it thrives and I feel like myself my best self and I think when you operate in this higher self energy you attract more people who are like you so if you're hanging out with people that aren't bringing out the best qualities in you, then you're not going to be operating in that higher self energy. So you're going to keep attracting people like that. They're going to make you feel drained. So just being aware of that. And if your family members are making you feel drained, then I would start to journal about why, why you're feeling drained around them, being more aware of it. And then if there's something that you can talk to them about, talk to them about it. Like if they're being really negative, maybe ask them like, is there something going on? Don't, harass them and be like why are you so negative all the time just be gentle about it so yeah so I really hope you took away from this episode I I really wanted to do an updated fitness journey and if you have any questions please never hesitate to reach out to me dm me on instagram at i'm sweating i know it ask me any questions I love it also if you ever see me in person come up to me say hi ask me questions then I met one of you guys the other day and it was so cool I just loved it so makes me so happy we have the best little community ever all right guys well i hope you love this episode make sure you rate it five stars and leave a review as well and you can always follow my podcast instagram at the sweaty sesh my youtube channel i'm sweaty and i know it my instagram i'm sweaty and i know it and my tiktok i'm sweaty and i know it so yeah that is all i have for you have the best day ever my queen stay sweaty and keep being your best freaking self and living your best life bye